0: Opinions of shows on KCNR are those of the hosts, guests, and callers only, and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of KCNR Radio. And now, Carl and Linda Bott, this is Free Fire Radio.
1: Good morning, and welcome to Free Fire Radio here in the studios of KCNR, 96.5 FM and 1460 AM. Your talk radio with Carl and Linda Bott linda just got a little show going on tonight with a couple of thousand people. So she's uh preparing for that. Uh we are streaming at KCNR fourteen sixty dot com. You can hear us everywhere on your devices. And our phone line's here are five three zero six oh five four five six seven. Hello, Christina. Christina's here. It was Hi. interesting. I get a phone call, says, Can you unlock the uh back door? And being just, you know, a jerk i said what you mad you can't find your keys i know where my keys are they're in the back of the car between the seats and i can't get to them so there i go outside and there she is sprawled all over her back seat trying to find it and i just said come in you're on time it counts so thank you
2: i'm trying my best i know
1: you do <clears throat> national day
2: Oh, God, there's so many national days today, I don't even know what to celebrate,
1: to be honest. Well, just pick one.
2: So I guess the most closer for you will be National Horse Protection Day.
1: Horse Protection Day. That's good. We'll go with that. Okay, the weather. Okay, stand by, everybody. (laughs) Showers with thunderstorms today, possible after 1 a.m., high near 52, Uh, breezy with gusts up to 34 miles per hour. Yes, the wind advisories are out there. New rainfall amounts between a quarter and half an inch. Tonight, rains, uh, breezy, uh, chance of precipitation 100%. Little or no snow accumulation. Saturday, rain and snow showers. They were saying before that they didn't think it was going to be hitting snow. I'm, I'm hearing it may be a light dusting and running, but you get up a little bit further up and you're going to get some snow. Uh, some thunder is possible tomorrow, and uh, gust as high as 23 miles per hour. Oh, uh, Saturday night, low around 34, rain showers. Sunday, run, rain and snow showers likely. <laughs> uh, and Sunday night, chance of rain. Now Monday, a chance of rain and snow showers, <laughs> then rain showers. Partly sunny later on with a high near 49. And then chance of showers, chance of showers, chance of showers, partly sunny. Looks like that all through the week. So we're here. Be prepared. Let me tell you, I went out to the stables yesterday, and we have a covered arena out there. So, and it's corrugated tin, the roof, solid structure. I drive up, and the tin had been peeled back, and some of some of the, uh, of the uh, sections had been blown off totally. The stables themselves were fine, but so I called the owner and I said, "Boy, I said this is fun being a stable owner." And he had not seen it. He had been up earlier that morning, fastening, you know, putting in extra screws and everything in there. And between the time he had been up there and the time I drove out, it had ripped up. That's how hard that wind was blowing yesterday. When I was driving out there, I couldn't. You know, wipers were on fast. The wind was blowing the truck going out to Palisadro. That's how bad it was. Weather reports always brought to you by Shasta Gas Propane, family-owned, locally-owned business in Anderson. They treat their customers really well. Their customers are warm friends because they make sure they have propane for their needs. Uh, It's a veteran-owned business. They give discounts for seniors and veterans. They have other payment programs. These are just good people, the Kenny family. That's 530-365-3793 to reach them. Now, I'm here with... Katrina, and she's brought another little cute dog in here. You know, for the last three weeks, they've all been little brown dogs. Not little, but brown dogs. Oh, yeah, they have. Tan dogs.
3: They have What happened
1: to uh, last week's dog?
3: Oh, so Sean actually got adopted, but something that made me feel a little silly that I didn't realize when we were on air is that his adoption was already sponsored by someone. Darn. (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: I really liked it. He did get adopted. He got adopted. He was a great dog.
3: He's great. He actually got adopted with um another dog at our shelter that he really likes and they play together a well, lot in
1: playgroup. You mentioned that. So, so they it was took really both cool. dogs. Yeah. Who, who was it? Just tell me first names if you know.
3: I don't know first names okay. of the people, but it was like two friends who like live together and ah. yeah, it was really cute actually.
1: Great. Well thank you, whoever you all are. So okay. So tell us about Cherry.
3: Yeah, Cherry. She First off, she's so sweet. She is definitely a sweet, mellow girl.
1: She is. Um, she is.
3: She's a little over a year old. We have oh, like a hound-beagle mix. <laughs> very loose uh, idea there. We're not quite sure. She's about 40 pounds, though, and she kind of has like a beagle face, I would say, and then she has like a little curled tail. She's very interesting looking, and she's very cute. Um, being 40 She's pounds, got a white muzzle
1: around her nose. Yeah. Get very cute. She's it adorable. Came right over to me underneath the table here.
3: She's very sweet. She can be a little shy. She's definitely not the kind of dog that's going to, like, run up to you and, like, jump on you when she first meets you. That's, you know, once she gets to know you, then she'll do that. But um, at first, she's a little more shy, a little more tentative, but she's very sweet, and she's very treat-motivated. Um, and of course, being forty pounds is great because a lot of people can 't have you know a very big dog, and she she 's got size. four
1: white paws too this shes she 's very adorable she and she is. does have that kind of a beagle face kind of that dish yeah around, and around the nose Have you ever seen a beagle like that yeah she 's just a sweetheart
3: she is she is darling. Um, she has such a great temperament. She's also done really good with other dogs as well. Um, she seems pretty comfortable around other dogs, which is great, because I know most people who want to adopt often will have dogs already at home. But she's definitely just a very sweet, very loving, definitely a cuddly dog. She's the okay. t- kind of dog that wants and to be And she's not so you. big
1: that if she jumps up on, next to you on the couch, uh, that she's going to take the whole couch. Exactly. No, she's, she's 40 pounds and uh, lean. Uh, and she could probably fit into my my uh, recliner. She could jump up and sit in the recliner with me.
3: thing is, she does prefer to sit in a lap. <laughs> she thinks she's a lap dog.
1: <laughs> so do we know where she came from?
3: No, she came in as a stray, so we Isn't don't weird. know her background.
1: Isn't that weird? Because they come in, and they're so sweet. You know, somebody's right. taking care of them. Right. Yeah
3: only they could tell us. <laughs> only
1: they could talk, yes. Well, maybe it's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> who wants your dog to tell you you're a jerk? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, so is there any deals with her?
3: Um, actually, yeah. So her um, adoption fee has been fully sponsored by someone, so her adoption fee is $0. So if you do adopt her and you live in Shasta County, you'll just have to pay a licensing fee, which is like 10 to $15.
1: Okay. So she's been chipped, fixed, bathed.
3: Actually, yeah, she had a bath yesterday. And yeah. It was great because we got to learn that she loves baths.
1: Okay, so, you know, I see her as being able to be in a quieter home. Yeah. But also, I mean, she's you don't, I, she doesn't look like the kind that would run around and knock down your three-year-old. Yeah. Last week, he was so cool. <laughs> uh, but he was a big boy and young. So he might have just because he, he was... Loving on them might actually, you know, if they're little. Yeah. But, you know, five, around five, he'd be fine with that. and But she'll be good. How about cats? Do we know?
3: I don't know how she feels about cats.
1: I, you know, the way she's laid back like this, and I mean, she goes out in the yard with the other dogs. Is she just playful or is she kind of like fall over, like being submissive?
3: Yeah, she's not super playful, I would yeah. say. And she's not like super interested in toys either. Um, so... It's kind of, our best guess would be that she could probably do fine with cats, um, with that being said. But even so, you always want to do a really slow introduction if you bring a new dog into your home anyway, just until everyone's comfortable. And if
1: you've got another dog, uh, you need to bring the dog down, so let them sniff noses.
3: Yeah, we want to make sure they're going to be a good fit for each other, too, since they're going to be, you know, howling around. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Okay. What else? Oh, by the way, uh, Haven Humane adopted out a whole bunch of dogs and cats from january up until tuesday however they took in a hundred more than they adopted dogs or dogs and cats i think that's what mark was saying so everybody was doing a great job of adopting (laughs) but my gosh people it keeps going they they just keep (laughs) coming in Uh, uh not bark wine and brew uh doggy dash
3: Doggy Dash is coming up very quickly here on March 16th. Um, right. So, but definitely, you know, if you don't know if you're going to be able to attend or not, no worries, because you can always register the date of the event if you're in the area and you want to come down to the Sundial Bridge. <laughs> so I'm just being silly. Oh,
1: that's, that was her. Oh, she just kind of like, you know, pawing. <laughs> just pawing at the ground. I thought, was, is that thunder out there? <laughs> no, me
3: too. But um, Doggy Dash is coming up um it's a great event it's a, you know a great family uh friendly event um 5k 10k walk run so if you want to do a marathon uh it's a good time but you know there's no pressure to win the race
1: right and you can walk the whole distance if you want uh and cherry cherry might be a good little dog good little dog to take out there go for a she'd walk pretty cute out there yeah and you'd have her for a couple of weeks she'd be used to you and all that okay well thank you
4: yeah, thank so you
1: so much. And Jerry, I would have I would have paid your adoption fee, but somebody beat me to it, just like last week. Oh, look at that. She's come up and says, okay. "Oh, I just, just look at me. I love you." <laughs>
4: Isn't she cute? <laughs> she's so She's got cool. this white
1: white mu- ring around her muzzle and all four feet are white, and she's just got a just a nice look on her face. And she's short-haired and about 40 pounds. And a sweetheart. Okay. Thank you. Of course. Good luck, Cherry. All right. We're going to take a break, and we're going to be right back with Supervisor Mary Rickett running for re-election.
5: Dr. Eric and Tiffany Blasengame present Amazing Pollinators, on display now through May 27th at the Turtle Bay Museum. Immerse yourself in this visually stunning, game-based role-play adventure that explores the colorful and diverse world of pollinator and plant relationships. Amazing Pollinators at Turtle Bay Museum was created by Minotaur Mazes, a company specializing in interactive maze exhibits. Learn more at turtlebay.org.
0: Mark Mazano is a 29-year veteran of the California Highway Patrol who retired with honors. Go
5: with
0: Mazano. Mark's a proven leader in law enforcement and government. Someone who gets things done.
5: Go with Mazano.
0: A new voice for the North State who will finally represent everyone in District 1.
6: Go with Madonna. My name is Mark Mazzano, and I approve this message.
0: Pay for by Mazzano for Assembly 2024. Hello, Northern California. This is Rollin from the Flag Center. Winter rain and wind is hard on flags. So until March 21st, bring us that tattered old glory, and we'll give you 15% off any all-weather tech's American flags. Stop in and see us at 2124 Hilltop Drive or on the web at theflagcenter.com. The Flag Center, since 1982. American Flags. American-made.
1: Everybody has been dealing with the availability of homeowners insurance in Northern California. Companies not riding your home insurance anymore are leaving the state altogether. Siskiyou Insurance has hired a specialist specifically for dealing with a homeowners crisis here in Shasta County. He specializes in what the market is doing, coverages, and which companies may be able to help. Call Brian Dews at Siskiyou Insurance Services for your home or auto consultation. Siskiyou Insurance Services, 530-224-2345 or one 800 773 $40,000
7: 40000 more dollars to Kevin Cry? Disgruntled East Coast multimillionaire Reverge Anselmo has now added nearly 150000 more dollars into Cry in the last two months. This brings the total of outside money to Shasta County officials closer to $2 million. Do you want to live in Anselmo County? This is not local control. Save Shasta County. Take back local control. Vote yes to recall Kevin Cry on March 5th. Paid for by the committee to recall Kevin Cry.
8: Do you have something you'd like to get painted? Then bring it to Victory Powder Coating. Powder Coating is a durable, colorful, environmentally friendly alternative to paint. It's useful in automotive, agricultural, decorative, and high-temperature applications. Victory Powder Coating has become the North State leader in powder coating applications and metal finishing. They specialize in large industrial items like truck beds, agricultural equipment, and trailers. They're dedicated to providing superior work and outstanding customer care. Consider Victory Powder Coating for your next project. Victory Powder Coating.
9: Hi there, Shasta County. It's Dan Sloan. I want to thank Republicans across Shasta County for selecting me to serve as your GOP leader. Your faith in that leadership has motivated me to run for Shasta County Supervisor District 2. I'm the only candidate in this race that is a lifelong Republican with a history of fighting to protect our conservative way of life. With my experience, I will protect the foundational values of Shasta County. Criminals will not receive a get-out-of-jail-free card because we will keep our jail open. You have the right to arm yourself, and I will protect your Second Amendment. Taxpayer dollars won't be needlessly wasted on programs that don't benefit you. And remember, government is done best when we do the opposite of what Gavin Newsom says. A vote for Dan Sloan is a vote for conservative Republicans.
8: Vote for a leader who understands your needs. Vote Dan Sloan. Paid for by the committee to elect Dan Sloan.
10: Experience for the first time, Glowing Wild, an illuminated wildlife lantern display at Turtle Bay's McConnell Botanical Gardens at the Sundial Bridge in Redding, California. Open select dates March 29th through May 26, 2024, Year of the Dragon. Glowing Wild will feature 10 acres of botanical gardens filled with larger-than-life Asian lantern displays of animals from around the world, plus music, animation, food and drinks, and more. Don't miss Glowing Wild at Turtle Bay Exploration Park. Buy tickets now at turtlebay.org.
1: Welcome back to Free Fire Radio here in the studios of Case 10 our 96.5 FM and 1460 AM with Carl and DeBot. It is 721 in the morning here on March 1st. Comes in like a lamb, goes out like a lion, we hope. <laughs> no, no. Comes in like a lion and goes out like a lamb. There we go. Comes in like a lion, goes out like a lamb. Let's hope that happens. This portion of the show brought to you by Cornerstone Community Bank. It's a local bank. It's been around about 17 years, and they've been moving local dreams forward since the day they opened. They have four branches, one in Red Bluff, two right here in Ridding, and the newest branch down in Anderson. You can learn more at bankcornerstone.com. We do business. We're real happy. It's kind of like the cheers of banks. I walk in many times to try to cover checks that I've written. And uh, Hi, Carl. Deposit? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Cornerstone Community Bank. I like them. I'm here with Supervisor Mary Rickard, who's running for reelection. Now I've gotten everybody that's running.
11: Well, everybody. Well, I, you saved the best to last, right? Oh, is that right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you are. The I think you are the last one because yeah. next week I, I, you know, I'm overcome by events. Plus, election day's Tuesday.
2: Tuesday's the day.
1: Okay, I've got to start with this.
11: I know where you're going.
1: I've got to start with this. Because uh, I went out and looked at your license plate, <laughs> and yes. my God, are, are, you're not in charge of it like a coven of witches. No, I'm right? not. Okay. No, can I just...
11: I, and and I'd like to give a little background. I I, I was a
1: little... Uh, it was kind of a. I surprising... I was a little
11: shocked and astounded as to what happened in the board chambers on Tuesday. But let me give you a little background. In
1: case you don't know what that is, one of uh, Laura yeah. hops I'll just say it, she said that you have three sixes on your license plate, which is true. Right. And that you would uh, – it, it went downhill from there. It but did. It, it had it to do with – some accusations. Accusations. <laughs> in, in, yes. Okay. But but that's that's what happened. It hit the paper. It, yeah. it hit everything. So yeah, in case you haven't
11: – It seen. hit SF gate, yes. Uh, well, I want to explain a little bit about why I was so protective of my license plates. First of all, their agricultural – license plates they're specialty plates Uh and there's a couple of reasons why i have them well several but uh, of course my husband and i've been in agriculture our entire life uh you know as a child i spent my time out with my cows and out in the fields and picking peaches and walnuts a little bit so agriculture is near and dear to my heart it's it's part of who i am part of my very fabric so um And I can't remember exactly what year, but son James, I think you've had him here on the show when he was running for ACID. Yeah. uh, He was uh, attending the California Ag Leadership Program at the time. And his class project was to uh, lobby California Department of Food and Ag to uh, work with DMV to develop the agricultural specialty plates. So when that happened and they were able to be available, the first thing I did was – order some specialty plates and and what those plates the money that goes for that extra few dollars that you send in to get those specialty plates goes to 4-h and ffa so i'm going to tie in how that works with me of course in 1929 my grandfather julian mcphee who ended up being president of cal poly for 33 years he was the first chief of the bureau and started the future farmers of america program in california and in 1969 a mere 40 years later uh, I was the first female to show at Cal Palace. I lobbied to get girls into FFA. And so FFA has a very special place in my heart. My dad was an ag teacher for a while. I have five siblings. We were all very, very active in, a, in FFA, several of them on national FFA judging team um, championships in, when they go back to the national contests. So, uh, if anybody that knows me and my family history, that's really important. So, so those ag specialty plates are very,
1: very important to me. But the numbers themselves, because yes. you wanted the ag, you just wanted the ag plate. I wanted the ag plate. You didn't ask for the numbers. I did not they ask just, for the numbers. It came out with this.
11: And and yesterday when I was in MacArthur at the ag winter meeting, uh-huh. I had a friend of mine up there. He has specialty plates, and I won't give out his license plate number. But he has three digits, the same three digits very similar to mine, just different numbers and it's N-U-B, and just almost exact plate. So I mean, I was not the only person that got similar kinds of plates. It just so happened that's what I got and I, I, I don't read anything into it. Anybody that knows me, I'm a lifelong Catholic and my faith is near and dear to me and um, I practice it religiously and um, I am not a Satan worshiper. That's just all there is to it unequivocally. So so on many levels, uh, that was probably not an an accurate description of what was going on.
1: Okay, all right, let's just put that one to bed. Well will put. I'm happy I tell you to. what, I the only specialty license plate I've ever paid attention to was the one I was driving down Orange County on the freeway. Uh-huh. Beautiful day. Came up, ne- came up on a red convertible, top was down, lady was in it, and her uh, license plate said, spank me. Okay. Uh, that, now, that one, you got I, your I, I had to back up and <laughs> make sure I had read that right, yeah. and then I uh, went on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, let's talk about something Let's some, talk about some, talk about some issues yes, here. Yes. Uh, you supported the uh, term limits.
11: Yes, and let me explain why that. Okay, uh, initially I voted against you know, in favor of them. Yes, you're right. But I will say that, um, and we're all entitled to change our positions in life because we all evolve and situations change. Uh, But when this last election cycle came around, I really reached out to several people to run in District 3, people that I felt basically – Espouse the same values, the same convictions that I had, and I could not get anyone to run. No one wanted to enter the chaotic atmosphere of our local political government at this point in time. Uh, I had one gentleman, and very well known in his community, and has done amazing things for his community, but his wife said he couldn't run. He was ready to, but I got close. And so when I could not find anybody else, and um, I felt that people needed options, and I think they needed the the opportunity to um to to you know do I want to continue in this direction with the way the board majority is is going or do I want to have another option and so I just decided okay this is and I also quite honestly uh, i know share these kinds of things very often but i what I was trying to decide when I, I found out that I couldn't I had one person really close thinking about running and then decided not to at the last minute and so I said boy I don't know what I'm going to do and i and I took it to the Lord in prayer and I went to mass and I got a distinct answer um, that particular mass and what the what the uh, gospel was and what the the homily was from the priest and so it was very clear to me that this was what I needed to do it was and and that's how I live everything I pray about it and and I don't talk about that from the diet because I don't think it's appropriate but it's it's uh, that's how I live my life.
1: Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break here. This portion of the show brought to you by Four Winds Jewelry, 2225 mm-hmm. Hilltop mm-hmm. Drive. You know what? That is a great jewelry store. I don't know if you've ever been there. Oh, yeah.
11: I like jewelry.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to – Four Winds Jewelry, you're going to love that place. Yeah. Super selection of jewelry. Very fair prices. Really nice people. Locally owned. Locally mm-hmm. run. Voted best in the North State in the record searchlight poll, and they are. They are the only full-service jewelry store in the North State. Watch Repairmen, I mean, if you've not been in there, just go in there. Locally owned, locally operated, Rebecca and Henry, such nice people. Started by Leonard 30-plus years ago, and then they took over, gosh, eight, nine years ago. So we thoroughly, thoroughly endorse Four Winds Jewelry. We'll be right back.
5: KCNR Shasta is also broadcasting at K243CT Redding.
2: Hello, this is Wynn Carpenter. I'm running for Shasta County Board of Supervisors, District 3, and I'm ready to serve. I would be honored to be your conservative representative and look forward to doing so. I support the direction the majority of the current board is headed. I support the elimination of the impact fees. I support the charter county proposal, which will give the local government more control on what we do and how we do it. I support the Second Amendment as stated in the Federal and State Constitutions. Therefore, I would push to make Shasta County a constitutional Kerry County. I support a fair and transparent election with traceable and verifiable data. I will stand with the Planning Commission and Board of Supervisors to fight the state and its heavy-handedness to shove the fountain windmill project down our throats. I will stand against any imposition from the state, no matter the issue. On legislative or executive matters under the jurisdiction of the board of supervisors of Shasta County paid for by the committee to elect Win Carpenter supervisor district 3
12: The Shasta County Republican Assembly is proud to announce the following endorsements for the upcoming Shasta County Board of Supervisors elections For district 2 the SCRA endorses Laura Hobbs in district 3 Win Carpenter and district 4 Patrick Henry Jones. We believe these fine candidates will best represent the values and policy priorities of Shasta County voters who align with the Republican Party platform and principles of limited government, fiscal responsibility, and individual liberty. The SCRA also strongly urges voters in District 1 to vote no on recalling the sitting supervisor, Kevin Cry. We stand firmly behind Supervisor Cry and call on District 1 residents to reject this unnecessary and disruptive recall effort. Together, we can ensure sensible, conservative leadership on the Shasta County Board of Supervisors. This ad is paid for by the Republican Citizens Advisory Committee.
13: The property insurance crisis in California is starting to affect the business insurance property also. 200 to 300 percent rate increases in business property rates or not writing business insurance at all are becoming the norm. At Siskiyou Insurance, we have over 100 years' experience in writing business insurance in the North State. We can help. We live here and care about our community and want to make sure that you keep your business with a local agent that knows our town and supports it every day. And we'll get you the best deal we can. Call Curtis Byron at Siskiyou Insurance Services, 530-224-2345 or one 800 773 Siskiw Insurance, 530 224 or one 800
14: Hi, I'm Matt Plummer, and I'm running for Shasta County District 4 Supervisor because I believe Shasta County could be the best, freest place in California. Instead, crime is increasing while a floor of our jail was closed for over a year, and the sheriff loses deputies. Homeless camps spill onto our streets, our roads are seventh worst in the state, and we lose every battle to Sacramento. The incumbent has had 11 years to fix these issues, but they have only gotten worse. Vote Matt Plummer by March 5th. Paid for by Matt Plummer for Supervisor, 2024.
1: When people ask me for a recommendation for a heating or air conditioning company, I always say Alliance Heating and Air. Why? Well, they've been taking care of our HVAC system for 14 years. Professional, friendly, and willing to go to the extra step for their customers. I have found no problem too difficult or too minor for them to repair. I recommend Alliance Heating and Air with no reservations. You can reach them at 530-221-2642 or online at homecomfort.org. And they have 24-7 emergency assistance. Alliance Heating and Air.
15: Kevin Cry doesn't know what California's governor will do The governor presides over the planet's fifth largest economy Huge issues He has L.A., San Francisco, China to deal with The last thing he's concerned about is Kevin Cry This is Shasta County Seriously? Don't believe the appointment nonsense Ignore the lie Recall Kevin Cry Paid for by the Committee to Recall Kevin Cry
1: Here in the studios of CNR. Good morning, everybody. It's going to be a rough weekend, so be prepared. Uh, thunderstorms, showers, and possibly snow. So, hey, this portion of the show brought to you by Crackmaster Windshield Repair, a locally owned, locally operated store. It's been around a couple of decades. Jeff Worst. Does a great job on windshields. He is truly the master of repairing windshields, whether it's a small chip or a crack, up to 24 inches in length. Yes. Doesn't take chances with your safety. He guarantees it for the life of the windshield. For a free inspection and analysis for your vehicle, be it truck, car, or RV. I've seen RVs down there with the big windshields with a crack in them. Yeah. And he's fixed them. That's Jeff. Uh, You get a free inspection and analysis. Go down to 3208 South Market Street or give Jeff a call at 530-241-8373. It's a better-known business, locally owned, locally operated. It was Jeff's birthday this week. Happy birthday to you. I'm here with Mary Rickard. supervisor.
11: District 3. District 3. The big district. The
1: big district.
11: Yeah, I just came from... Macarthur. Yesterday, we had our winter ag meeting in Macarthur. Actually, that's where my house is, and um, I stayed there. It was there, and drove down in snow. And I'm I'm used to the elements that's okay. for sure.
1: All right, let's get into the jail. What's going on with the jail? Uh, well, like everybody, I have on here. By the way, Marion, you've been here for eight years.
11: I'm my eighth year.
1: The jail still hasn't been built.
11: No, not, not even close. I don't think it's making much progress at all. You know, I just want to remind people that, uh, when we interviewed, when Larry Lees left, we interviewed, we actually went through two rounds of interviews to try and find a new CEO. Yeah. And one of the main reasons, uh, we hired Matt Pontus, who was a great CEO, and he had, he was here during very difficult times during COVID, as, as we all know. But, he had just completed working. He was a, had been a deputy CEO in Santa Barbara County, and he just uh, finished up working on developing a very complex, very uh, state of the art uh, facility for Santa Barbara County. And it has it was known as the wagon wheel kind of system, and it's yeah. so much more efficient for your correctional officers on how to work, and it's safer for them because we have a lot of problems with, as you know, uh, with with correctional officers feeling safe in our jail, and this is outdated. The one we have now is outdated it's uh, they Sheriff Johnson's done a lot of upgrades and repairs, but you know it's it's difficult to put lipstick on a on a pig too it's It's kind of an old fashioned system. The other thing that I emphasize to people is when it was built, it was built for county jail purposes right now it's it's serving as a de facto prison because sure. we uh, you know nine uh, and 47 well, and all that, that that and the governor continues to close facilities and yeah. and which is i'm adamantly opposed to i think this is so wrong we need to be sure that those people that need to be incarcerated so are, are kept so in prisons
1: whether it's a, a wagon wheel or a, 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 a a, just a building put in there to hold mm-hmm. two hundred and fifty people, mm-hmm. we still need it
11: absolutely, and you know the rest of the board decided that they wanted to go with the option where it continues to be downtown. I know that i, I 've heard anecdotally the city of Reading is not real pleased with that, and I understand that I oftentimes have meetings in resource management and we 'll walk from the county administration building mm-hmm. down to resource management and you know we'll we 'll witness people coming out the front doors with their plastic bag and and they're they're back out on the streets. Well, and we and that's another thing. We do need to work on these programs where we have this warm handoff where we have people kind waiting of for re- re- redirected yeah. and so that they they get connected to the services they need, they have some accountability.
0: But it's, it's, since the
1: decision's been made, this is where it's going to be, I think. Isn't oh absolutely. The decision's
11: been made. You know, I'm used to being are, on the short end of the vote. So Yeah.
1: But and so you're on board with getting this. Thing oh, going.
11: absolutely. This is this is you know backup plan for me. But yes, absolutely. And you know, people forget that. And I don't remember the exact year, but it was maybe 2019 or so. Our board expanded. We did some retrofitting. We expanded the jail by 64 beds. Right. Yeah. We did do that.
1: They re- yeah they redid something. In we there. did. We that. well
11: we, we we shifted things and we yeah. we were able to use better make better use of our space. So we did increase uh, the jail by sixty-four beds, though no one ever gives our previous board credit for anything.
1: Okay, well, no, I think that's done. But now, so when do you think? Uh, you know, according to Supervisor Jones, he thinks that once, you know, that within four years they can start on this.
11: I'd like to believe so, but I want to know how we're going to pay for it. That's another issue. Do that you think there
1: would be a bond issue?
11: I think that's the only option. I think I, that or sales—you know—there'll sales be a bond sales tax initiative. We tried that. I worked with, you know, uh, Joe Comini on that, but it didn't pass. But there, there are other ways to, to kind of be a little more strategic on how to do that. So we might go back that route one more time.
1: You, how big is—is is it? How big is the uh, budget for the county? Six
11: eighty, six thirty. Yeah, six thirty something like that. Something I like that. Yeah. Six
1: hundred thirty million. Yeah. Of which, like thirty million is what's uh, word what I'm looking for. Uh, everything else discretionary. Is discretionary. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Uh, the of which thirty million is discretionary. Very little. Which seems like a lot, but not mm. in the in no the whole not thing. in the big
11: not in the big picture. Where does it,
1: discretionary funding go?
11: Well, and that's largely up to the board, right? You know, it goes the the general fund is kind of the the. the sl- I don't want to use the word slush fund, but that's where it goes, and that seems mm-hmm. to be where you know for instance, and I'll use an, a, another uh agenda item that I voted against was the impact fees we have um we have lots that where people's homes burnt during the car fire, or the fawn fire, if they were built early enough, and I don't remember the exact year that they they don't have impact fees, so there's actual Available lots in Shasta County for people to build a home without an impact fee, and i didn 't see the necessity to determinate or eliminate the ter- the impact fees because that million plus dollars that was uh, generated from that revenue uh, was used for largely a lot of it was for law enforcement it could have been used for jail expansion it uh, animal control. You just had a dog in here a little while ago and I in District E, I, I I follow you know Facebook pages like Palisadro and Intermountain Area mm-hmm. etc. People are always finding dogs that are wandering around and they're picking them up and taking them into Haven Maine or wherever and so animal control is not something that we should ignore. We need to continue to support that. So that's why I voted against eliminate the impact fees because uh, it You know, if you do the math, it, and I brought this up during the meeting, is the reason we've had a slowdown in uh, home sales, et cetera, is interest rates. I mean, that's just a basic understanding of how real estate works. And so you have low interest rates. Yes, we had a lot of activity. But, you know, we're back up there where it's a little more cost prohibitive well, for people.
1: Yeah, our our... Uh... Our homes for sale here. The uh, the number of homes for sale is real low too. I think right, the inventory's down. Yeah, the is. inventory's like three hundred and something, four hundred. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, it is. Uh, the on on running running the uh, county. Mm-hmm. You have a new uh, county executive officer. Mm-hmm. What do you think? He's
11: been here, Jim. He's. Um, He's here again in difficult times. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of turmoil. There's a lot of um, chaos, and it's it's difficult. Uh, he has a board majority that wants to go in one direction, and for the most part, two supervisors that have a little different opinion. And so it's a little hard to please all your masters, so to speak. So,
1: it's Is he walking he, the line though? Pretty it's
11: challenging. He's, he's holding his own. He's holding his own. Well, that's what I'm looking for. he's holding his own.
1: own. Well, the, the zero-based budgeting comes up a lot. Would you support that, where each year the department has to say this is, instead of just getting a raise, says this is where we're spending our money? Well, you know,
11: I'm in business. Yeah. Costs have gone up. I, I could I could do a whole show on just on just how much costs have exploded in the last five years. Uh, you're a businessman. You yeah, and, well, you we've know done that. shows on that. <laughs> yeah, we, I, and so... Uh, I don't know if that's really a smart way to approach it because we look at insurance alone. I, I've I've sat. We I brought someone in from um, the insurance commission or whatever they call it from Sacramento to yeah. speak at a board meeting. I was last week. I was at a Shasta Fire Safe Council meeting. We had uh, Dee Stover from State Farm come in and talk to us, and it was a lengthy discussion. I know personally what we've had to do uh, with, with our either our clients' properties or our properties. Uh, a lot of them are in fair plan. I don't understand. You've, you've been up to our hay ranch where you shot squirrels. That hay ranch is in the fair plan. I don't know what's going to burn. I can't
1: buy a house in Palo Cedro using my. The insurance company I've had for Absolutely. fifty years. this is an insurance problem. It's a crisis at, at Sacramento that yes. they, they have they have messed with the pooch with this one because they could have fixed it and they no, were they close c- to it. Oh, I know. Now, but going back though, I think the argument for zero-based budgeting mm-hmm. is is each department comes up at when sure. it comes to budget mm-hmm. time and says and explains why they need the money instead of. Just kind of accepting everything there and then adding three point five.
11: Well, I, I understand that, but if if you were had gone to sat through budget hearings, we had a two day session of that. Mm-hmm. that there was a lot of that explanation as to why. And oftentimes, the reason I brought up insurance is yeah. one of the one of the line items that was had increased significantly was insurance. And so those are the. That's just an example. Yeah, but well, the, well, everything's going the, the cost of office How about supply. about fuel? Oh, yeah, and we have a lot of county vehicles that have to be out, whether it's social workers or wherever, people, code enforcement. They have to be out, you know, driving around, uh, public works. Think what, think what their fuel costs, how they've got – I mean, mm-hmm. when, when we've got, you know, a snowstorm in, in the Intermountain area, they're out plowing roads. And so that's, that's the thing it, 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 you have to kind of take all factors into consideration.
1: Okay. We're here with Mary Rickert, uh, Supervisor, uh, District 3, running for re-election. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
4: I'm Tracy Edwards, CEO of the
12: Reading I'm Tracy Edwards, CEO of the Reading Rancheria. Giving back to our local community is a tradition that is firmly rooted in our history. It is with great honor and pride that we have been able to support several amazing local businesses like these over the years.
15: Thanks to the Redding Rancheria here for their support at the Juwanis Baskedan Club Food for Kids program. We send 185 uh, bags of food home every Friday. They're instrumental in helping us. Reading Rancheria,
12: proud to play our part.
13: The National Wild Turkey Federation's twenty-fifth annual Reading Chapter Hunting Heritage Banquet is Saturday, March 9th at the Shasta District Fairgrounds. To purchase tickets for the event, or if you would like more information, contact Candy Muse at 530-526-8350. That's 530-526-8350 or online at NWTF.org forward slash event. Sponsored by Johnny Morris Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's, Vanelli, Foyt Harness Company, Lacrosse, Sportsman's Guide, and Tacticam.
7: 40000 more dollars to Kevin Cry? Disgruntled East Coast multimillionaire Reverge Anselmo has now added nearly 150000 more dollars into Cry in the last two months. This brings the total of outside money to Shasta County officials closer to $2 million. Do you want to live in Anselmo County? This is not local control. Save Shasta County. Take back local control. Vote yes to recall Kevin Cry on March 5th. Paid for by the committee to recall Kevin Cry.
16: Hi friends, R.C. here, bringing you
9: this month's Cigar the Humidor, the Diesel Vintage. A smooth burn, a perfect draw, and flavor for days. This is what an expertly crafted parejo from the farms of A.J. Fernandez offers us. The Diesel Vintage is everything we see in a fine and exceptional cigar experience. Get yours today at Tobacco and Brew, Redding, California. Hi there, Shasta County. It's Dan Sloan. I want to thank Republicans across Shasta County for selecting me to serve as your GOP leader. Your faith in that leadership has motivated me to run for Shasta County Supervisor District 2. I'm the only candidate in this race that is a lifelong Republican with a history of fighting to protect our conservative way of life. With my experience, I will protect the foundational values of Shasta County. Criminals will not receive a get-out-of-jail-free card because we will keep our jail open. You have the right to arm yourself, and I will protect your Second Amendment. Taxpayer dollars won't be needlessly wasted on programs that don't benefit you. And remember, government has done best when we do the opposite of what Gavin Newsom says.
8: A vote for Dan Sloan is a vote for conservative Republicans. Vote for a leader who understands your needs. Vote Dan Sloan paid for by the committee to elect Dan Sloan.
1: Alan Gordon, Coachmaster Auto Body. Big box store body shops have come to our area. They contract with as many insurance companies as possible.
10: They provide discounts for these referrals. This allows the insurance company to dictate the parts and repair process to ensure the lowest cost of repairs possible. This is not in your best interest for your expensive investments. At Coachmaster, we work for our
1: customer, not the insurance company. We have no obligation to cut parts prices or use inferior parts. We follow strict manufacturing repair guidelines. It's your choice and your choice alone where you choose to have your vehicle repaired. Coachmaster was established in Reading in
17: 1969 and doing quality repairs in Reading for over 55 years. Coachmaster has proven to be your best choice for collision repair. And yes, It is your choice. Our friendly service and quality repairs will have you referring all your friends and family. And remember, if we can't fix it, no
14: one can.
8: Remember Coachmaster on East Side Road.
14: Learn more online at CoachmasterAutoBody.com. Hi, I'm Matt Plummer, and I'm running for Shasta County District 4 Supervisor because I believe Shasta County could be the best, freest place in California. Instead, crime is increasing while a floor of our jail was closed for over a year, and the sheriff loses deputies. Homeless camps spill onto our streets, our roads are seventh worst in the state, and we lose every battle to Sacramento. The incumbent has had 11 years to fix these issues, but they have only gotten worse. Vote Matt Plummer by March 5th. Paid for by Matt Plummer for Supervisor 2024.
12: I'm Tracy Edwards, CEO of the Redding Rancheria. Giving back to our local community is a tradition that is firmly rooted in our history. It is with great honor and pride that we have been able to support several amazing local businesses like these over the years. Thanks to the Redding Prancer here for their support of the Gwana Shasta Dam
15: Club Food for Kids program. We send 185 uh, bags of food home every Friday. They're instrumental in helping us. Reading Rancheria,
12: proud to play our part. See, I've
4: been through the desert.
1: Back to free fire radio here in the studios of KCNR ninety six point five FM and fourteen sixty AM your talk radio. With the bot. Mary Richards is our guest today. In this portion of the show, brought to you by Maxwell Insurance and Financial. All your insurance and financial needs under one roof. She's has been helping people since the day they opened in nineteen ninety three. When we, and as Mary Rickert was just talking about, the insurance yes. and the homeowner's policies and health care, the insurance industry is in a real flux. Give Judy a call at 530-221-0441 for a free review, an evaluation of your insurance, what she can do to help you obtain insurance for your home and property, and much more. That's Maxwell Insurance and Financial located at 1378 Hilltop Drive. I'm here with Mary Rickard. Okay, Mary. Yes. I, I realize that you know it takes three. As you as you realize, I, I'm
11: fully aware. Yeah,
1: fully that. aware of that. If you're reelected, mm-hmm. what are what are your top priorities for the county? I mean, we haven't even talked water or fire no, or any not, that stuff no. because we well, we're talking, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. money and budgeting and the homeless problem. What would be your top priorities?
11: Well, I do think that quality of life and and what what is part of quality of life for Shasta County is we we do need to get some kind of a jail facility expansion issue going on but but not just a jail what we need is a facility that will work with those that are incarcerated and get the treatment that they need give them get them into programs so that they can get back on track we have the Day Reporting Center now. We have the Addicted Offended Program now. We have the Step Up Program. We have great programs that are successful, but we need to expand those kind of programs. We need to give people the opportunity to um, get back on the right track, and it's really important that they do that for their families. We've got to stop this generational cycle of poor life choices, and so that's really, really important to me. And, of course, that will impact our homeless issue. Um, I if people recall uh, let's see it must have been four or five years ago Don Ewart and I and uh, we worked on a navigation center proposal he had almost a million dollars that was going to come from a, a grant and had a plan and it didn't get past the board it kind of got hijacked and pushed aside so I'm very disappointed I was that was one of the more biggest disappointments I had as my uh, Term as a supervisor is that we weren't able to get that navigation center up and going. And so that's something that's sorely lacking in Shasta County.
1: So, what would you, what you, that was your most, your biggest disappointment. What was your, what was your biggest thing that you were proud of? Uh,
11: Probably, there's a lot of things that I've done, but probably the biggest thing that I'm proudest of is establishing the Shasta Fire Safe Council. And we are, you know, there's been millions of dollars of fuel reduction projects, uh, a lot of education that's going out there to help people harden their homes. We have a pilot project in Whitmore, um, so we were able to get that, and they're hardening people's homes where that they're more resilient to to fire. Uh, that to me is huge because ultimately that will save lives, and so that will, and you know, it, we really hope. That that will ex- continue to expand. There's it's a really great board that they have. I, I go to their meetings regularly. Uh, there's, you know, Forest Service people there, Cal Fire people there. Everybody's working together. Um, there's a program. I've had several meetings with our county. Um, our county public works directors, uh, and we're trying to work on a project. The Fire Safe Council worked with, with the county in collaboration for egress and ingress. That's people going in yeah, and out, yeah. you know, and it's a real problem. For instance, the Tierra Robos subdivision project that was uh, defeated, that I voted no for the people's Palisadro. They did not want that. And the main reason is, well, just because the the infrastructure isn't there. But the, but they didn't have adequate egress and ingress. Yeah, I, know, I remember that was happening. <laughs> yeah.
1: That was, and People are wondering, that's out by the Reading Gun Club. Off, yes, there. it was. Yes. Uh, what about the wind towers?
11: Oh, I'm adamantly opposed to that. I, I, I know you are,
1: but then, but what you, here's the state then passed a law that says oh, they I'm have furious. the final say.
11: I'm furious. I signed a decla- declaration last Friday demanding that we have – The uh, lawsuit that we have filed with the Pitt River Tribe, the county is working with the Pitt River Tribe, and it's been a great partnership. We have a great relationship with them, and we're working with them to fight that. Because we, at the planning commission level and the board of supervisors level, soundly reject that on a local level. We know best what's right for our citizens, and I represent those people, and they do not want it. Um, you know, if you recall, I served for three years on the state board of forestry and fire protection. I spent a lot of time traveling up a, up and down uh, this state, and I could remember being down in Hemet when the Santa Ana winds were blowing, and they were there was a major fire, and you know. You just you just could not fight a fire with six hundred foot tall windmills. Do you understand? That's as tall as Shasta Dam. Yeah, and and it's in a thickly forested, very um, steep hills. It just wouldn't be something that you could fight. Let, let me
1: ask. This is kind of a yes or no, but we've only mm-hmm. got a couple minutes left. Are we safer from fires now than we were? Before the car fire. In
11: certain areas in Chasta County, if you drive by back roads in District mm-hmm. 3, you will see a lot of fuel reduction projects okay. uh, where they've done you know, the, the work. But not everywhere. Not everywhere. We are just beginning, but we're beginning. For 15 years, this county did not have a fire safe council, so it, I had to get that started, and it's up and going, and, I, and that's probably the thing that makes me the proudest as my time as a supervisor.
1: Why should people vote for you?
11: Uh, for continuity, I, I find all the time that the lack of historical uh, knowledge of what's gone on in Shasta County. I have staff come in and ask me, "Well, what year did this happen? What, how, tell me about this." And and because we've had such high turnover at the very top tier of administration and county council's office, that institutional knowledge walked out the door, and that's really hurting us as a county. People don't understand. If you have a business and you have all new employees and nobody knows where the light switch is, you've got a problem. And so that's why I ran again is because I wanted to stay there and I really I really love the Shasta County employees. We have some amazing people that work there and I could not turn my back on them. I want to be there for them to support them and know that I care about them.
1: Okay, how do people find out about your even, it's coming up quick. Yeah, Tuesday. VoteRickert.com. Uh, VoteRickert.com. Yes. Okay. Mary, thanks a lot for well, coming on. Well, and thank
11: you, Carl, for having me. I, it's been a little crazy. I've been <laughs> super busy, but um, trying to do all my wear too many hats.
1: You how many how many boards are you on now?
11: Well, I was uh, assigned to over twenty-one, and then I have two others that are not even on that list. So I'm I'm on twenty-three boards and commissions. And in the old days, uh, the chair would always. Evenly distribute and assign those, but not now. I I'm double down, but that's you're, okay. Because you're double
1: everybody else's. So. Yes,
11: I am, and and I don't mind because I'm I'm getting to to make a difference for Shasta County, and that's all I care about.
1: Okay, thanks a lot. And as I tell everybody, good luck next Tuesday. We'll find yeah. out what's going on.
11: It will be what it'll be. It's yeah. in God's hands.
1: All right. Hey, we're going to break for the news, and hopefully Congressman Doug Lemoff will call us. <laughs> we we'll come back. We'll be right back.
11: Thank you, Carl.
10: Shasta Regional Medical Center
18: News this hour from townhall.com Amrit The police presence was heavy in Moscow as relatives and supporters of the late Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny attended his funeral earlier today
19: Hundreds of mourners lined up
3: behind control barriers outside of the church many holding red flowers On live-streamed footage, the crowd applauded and chanted his name, as his coffin was taken out of the vehicle as it arrived at the church. Many came from around Russia to say their goodbyes. Mourner Nadezhda Ivanova, who came from Kaliningrad for the events, told the AP, Alexei, for everyone who's here today, and for many who did not dare to come here, is a person who not only gave his life in the fight for something, but who gave his life in the fight for us. I'm Karen Chamas.
18: A police officer and a court employee fatally shot while trying to serve an eviction notice in a home in Independence, Missouri. With Texas Governor Greg Abbott by his side, former President Trump has paid a visit to the border town of Eagle Pass, a town overwhelmed by a flood of illegal immigrants and deadly drugs. Governor Abbott laying it on the line. Not a week goes by without a, an American either losing their life, being raped or assaulted, By somebody that Biden has allowed in our country illegally. The fact of the matter is, because of Joe Biden's policies and the more than 8 million people who have crossed the border, the United States of America is being invaded. President Biden stopped in Brownsville, Texas. Situation there far less severe, thanks to state efforts to secure the border. A phoned in threat prompted a two hour lockdown. The Maryland State House in Annapolis yesterday afternoon turned out to be unfounded, though. The all-clear sounded around 7 p.m. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 32 points, the NASDAQ 83 points higher, and the S&P is up 19. More on these stories at townhall.com.
6: To avoid digital threats, turn on NordVPN.
0: It's trusted by millions of users. Just visit NordVPN.com. One of the fastest VPNs on Earth will block web trackers, malicious websites, and malware-ridden downloads. It will also encrypt your Internet traffic while maintaining a smooth connection. So improve
6: your digital privacy and protection against hackers with one simple click. Get the special deal at NordVPN.com. And enjoy safer Internet daily. NordVPN, cybersecurity built for every day. She's gone from reporting on the sidelines to making sense of the headlines. It's the Michelle Tafoya podcast on the Salem
20: Podcast Network.
13: There are people, Democrat operatives, that are saying, eh, things are not looking good. Maybe Mr. Biden needs to bow out. Maybe the president needs to take a look at what's best for the party and say, you know what? I'm not going to run again.
4: Subscribe to
6: the Michelle Tafoya podcast today on Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube, Rumble,
20: or at salempodcastnetwork.com.
18: An official survey of factory managers shows that manufacturing in China contracted for the fifth consecutive month in February.
0: It's a reflection of persistent weakness in China's economy ahead of annual legislative meetings where officials are expected to boost policy support. The official purchasing managers index fell to 49.1 in February from 49.2 the month before. Meanwhile, the non-manufacturing PMI, which measures activities in sectors such as services and construction, rose to 51.4 from 50.7 in January.
18: Correspondent Jeremy House. Europe's consumer price index fell to 2.6 percent last month from 2.8 the month before. Falling oil and gas prices played a role, and food inflation isn't as bad as it was. Inflation in Europe now far below its peak, 10.6% October of 2022. News and analysis at townhall.com. Some high-income Americans can expect to hear from the tax man.
11: It starts with noncompliance letters this week to more than 25,000 millionaires and 100,000 people who
13: earn $400,000 a year and upward. The Treasury Department says they won't increase audit rates for anyone making under $400,000,
11: but there's funding from the Inflation Reduction Act to make sure delinquent millionaires pay their fair share. Earlier this year, the IRS announced it already collected roughly half a billion dollars in overdue taxes from millionaires who were delinquent. I'm Jackie Quinn.
8: Another one of those
11: stopgap
18: spending bills has cleared Congress, heading to President Biden for his signature. This was the fourth such short-term money bill of this current legislative session. and Some lawmakers are vowing it will be the last stopgap bill. More on these stories at townhall.com.
0: The views and opinions of shows on KCNR are those of the hosts, guests, and callers only, and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of KCNR Radio. And now, Carl and Linda Botts. This is Free Fire Radio. Good morning. Welcome back
1: to Free Fire Radio right here in the studios of KCNR 96.5 FM and 1460 AM. Your talk radio with Carl and Linda Bot. Linda's got a little show tonight, uh, in front of about a thousand people. <laughs> She's kinda of preparing for that. Parents came into town. Uh you can't imagine the wardrobe and all the stuff that's hanging around my house right now. Uh so good morning everybody. Today, March first. 2024, 8.05 in the morning. News brought to you by Shasta Regional Medical Center, Caring Compassion Community, Shasta Regional Medical Center. On the line, Susan Eastman from Stifo Investments. Good morning with our Market Good Minute. morning. Hey. Good
19: morning, Carl. Good morning, everyone. Well, major averages are starting out with modest gains this morning. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 64 points at 39,064. The S&P 500 posits 22 points at 5,119. And the NASDAQ Composite gaining 65 points at 16,157. Active stocks this morning, AMD at $4.50 at 197.15 per share. Dell trading higher up $25 a share at 119 Tesla down $2.43 at 199.40. Apple down three dollars at one seventy-seven seventy-seven per share. Over in the bond department, the ten-year Treasury note is priced to yield four point two zero percent. Gold is higher this morning, up twelve dollars an ounce at two thousand forty-eight. Silver positive nineteen cents at twenty-two seventy-two per ounce. Oil prices have moved higher. We're trading at eighty dollars barrel. That's the market for now. This is Susan Eastman, first vice president, Investments, Steve Nicholson and Company, member SIPC and NYSE for KCNR.
1: Are you a skier or a, are you a skier or a snowboarder?
19: Skier. So I get hit by snowboarders. <laughs> so are you sometimes.
1: looking forward to uh, this weekend? Talking yes,
19: actually I snowboard. want to try Mount Shasta again.
1: Yeah.
19: But I'm gonna wait till it dumps twice, wait okay. for a sunny day. All right. Like everyone wants to have the sun. So you are a fair
1: down. weather skier
19: then. Yes, because I'm got to be careful. Yeah. I don't want to get hurt. Well. Anyway.
1: <laughs> okay, you have,
19: have a great, great Friday, weekend. everyone. Happy first day of March. Okay, thank <laughs>
1: you. But, yeah. Speaking of that, Christina's there. Good morning, Christina.
19: Good morning.
1: Good morning. Hey, you looking for Sunny? Forget. Next it.
4: Thursday.
1: <laughs> it's Thursday. It's next Thursday because stand by for this weekend. Uh, there's all types of weather alerts out there, uh, wind advisories and all that, and just. Briefly today, thunderstorms possible. Uh, lows around 36 tonight. It was it's getting colder. Uh, the blanket went on the horse yesterday. Tomorrow, rain and snow showers possible. Uh, uh, especially if you're up in Shingletown, you're going to get snow. you're up in Weaverville, stand by. Mount Shasta is going to get hit with feet feet of snow a couple of times. Uh, Rain showers, wind gusts, wind advisories are out. Rain showers Saturday night, rain and snow showers Sunday. Chance of rain showers before and at Sunday night. Low 34. And we're still looking at at rain and snow showers before 10 a.m. on Monday. Then it starts to clear up a little bit. Mostly cloudy Monday night, Tuesday a chance of showers, but also partly sunny. So it starts kind of clearing up, and Wednesday. Uh, chance of showers, partly sunny. And then, th- and like I said, uh, Thursday, sunny with a high in your 58. That's as of right now, it can change dramatically in the next five minutes. But weather reports always brought to you by. If you are heading north this weekend, you know what happens in Fondale when the snow hits, right? They shut the road down, make sure everybody's, you know, for the 18 wheelers, make sure everybody's got chains. All of these things. Be prepared. If you're traveling this weekend, please take a go bag with you. Take a survival bag in case you get stuck someplace that you can stay warm in your car. You got some food. You got water. You got those kind of things. you has got communications. Uh, just be careful if you're out there driving. If it says change, have your, have your change with you. Uh, Our cars, you have to put these little, they call them socks, over the wheels. They act like chains. We've never had to use them, and I'm not sure I trust them, but they swear that they work just like chains. I have a four-wheel drive truck, though, with chains, so I can pretty much go anywhere I want. But be careful out there. Now, weather reports are always brought to you by Shasta Gas Propane. Shasta Gas Propane, out of Anderson, is a family-owned business. Uh, They... uh, of have great service because all the propane is the same. So what's it come down to? It comes down to customer service. They treat their customers like friends, locally owned, locally run. It's a veteran-owned business. They get discounts for seniors and veterans. They've won awards for hiring veterans. Uh, they've got other payment programs going on. I can't say, think of anything negative about Shasta Gas Propane. Give them a call, 530-365-3793. Now, Congressman LaMoffa is supposed to call in. So, uh, until he does, I have things to talk about. Strangest thing. Do you remember, uh, when Jason Miller of Lucky Miller's, which now is now shut down, came on the show with a, another gentleman and saying they were talking about the Red Line Suites? Look up that address, uh, Christina, Red Line Suites, and see what that address is for me. And Motel 6, or, other, or another motel down there. And they said there were people there that the government was paying for them and all these. And, they were having, and uh, the other gentleman who had uh, professional science, all types of problems, having to put in $60,000 worth of cameras, fences, and all this protective business, you know. I reached out to the city. It's not a city program. They think it could be a state program. But they, the city has nothing, you know, nothing to do with this. I'm in Rite Aid the other day. And there's this lady in front of me, and she is enraged. <laughs> well, not enraged. She was really angry, though, and she was talking on the phone, and she was loud. And I was standing right behind her anyway, just eavesdropping as much as I could. She is angry. She would just been down to Costco, and people were there in Costco, bought $1,200 worth of food. And she said it wasn't baby food; it was steaks, it was lobster, it was you know good stuff there. So she starts talking to them because they were all together, eight guys. Turns out that or six or seven, whatever. It turns out that uh, they said that they had come across the border, and they showed her uh a you know a letter that or things that they had each gotten. Eight thousand dollars, and a thousand dollars a month apiece for food. And she said, "It was you know she couldn't believe it. She 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 says I'm a veteran. I've worked thirty years of my life. I don't you know. And these people you know it, it just enraged her. Uh, and she and I talked on the way out of the, out of uh, the store. And I I I felt her. I felt her angst." That I've worked so hard in my life, and these people are coming. They get all this money. I'm buying, she says, I'm buying hamburger, they're buying steak. And I, what do you say? What do you say about that? Well, when Congressman Lamoff is going to come on, I'm going to tell him that story. Ask asking, what the hell's going on that people are being put out of their home, or put, being put out of their areas, not their homes, but their apartments and things like guess So they are their homes in uh like New York, Chicago and they're moving illegals in there. By the way, the new term for illegals is you ready? Newcomers. Biden. Our newcomers. Oh, newcomers. <clears throat> Did you ever see that there there's a movie about aliens, you know, really you know, extraterrestrial aliens that that they came to Earth and it uh uh, they, uh, you know, they were being, uh, but they assimilated into society. They became, you know, teachers and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Policemen. But they called them the newcomers. So, anyway, uh, oh, by the way, in Red, and the, uh, red Line Suites is at 2385 Pacelli Lane. So, but hearing this from somebody, it's, you know, I heard it from Jason, I heard it from uh, James, but to hear this from a lady in Just talking about it. And she was just, she said, she was just felt. Like, what about us? So. Okay. We're gonna take a quick break here. Uh, this portion of the show brought to you by Shasta Regional Medical Center. Shasta Regional Medical Center, uh, teaching hospital with 13 new residents. They've got 2,000, over 2,000 applicants for this coming year for another 10. Uh they've got uh they've got the tapper valve replacement which a friend of mine is getting ready to have. The Tabber valve replacement is uh very close to us and because he's having some problems there and they're gonna do the taper valve replacement and it's going to uh uh he's gonna be able to have that occur. They don't have to crack his chest open or anything and the next day he's gonna come home. And I just uh it's things like that. At Shasta Regional Medical Center, they're serious about healing starts here. They've up they've upped the uh, game here for uh, medical care in the north state. Shasta Regional Medical Center. We'll be right back.
5: Dr. Eric and Tiffany Blasengame present Amazing Pollinators on display now through May 27th at the Turtle Bay Museum. Immerse yourself in this visually stunning, game-based role-play adventure that explores the colorful and diverse world of pollinator and plant relationships. Amazing Pollinators at Turtle Bay Museum was created by Minotaur Mazes, a company specializing in interactive maze exhibits. Learn more at turtlebay.org.
9: Hi there, Shasta County. It's Dan Sloan. I want to thank Republicans across Shasta County for selecting me to serve as your GOP leader. Your faith in that leadership has motivated me to run for Shasta County Supervisor District 2. I'm the only candidate in this race that is a lifelong Republican with a history of fighting to protect our conservative way of life. With my experience, I will protect the foundational values of Shasta County. Criminals will not receive a get-out-of-jail-free card because we will keep our jail open. You have the right to own yourself, and I will protect your Second Amendment. Taxpayer dollars won't be needlessly wasted on programs that don't benefit you. And remember, government has done best when we do the opposite of what Gavin Newsom says.
8: A vote for Dan Sloan is a vote for conservative Republicans. Vote for a leader who understands your needs. Vote Dan Sloan. Paid for by the committee to
0: elect Dan Sloan. Hello, Northern California. This is Rollin from the Flag Center. Winter rain and wind is hard on flags. So until March 21st, bring us that tattered old glory, and we'll give you 15% off any all-weather Tough techs American flag. Stop in and see us at 2124 Hilltop Drive, or on the web at theflagcenter.com. The Flag Center. Since 1982, American flags, American made.
2: Hello, this is Wynn Carpenter. I'm running for Shasta County Board of Supervisors, District 3, and I'm ready to serve. I would be honored to be your conservative representative and look forward to doing so. I support the direction the majority of the current board is headed. I support the elimination of the impact fees. I support the charter county proposal, which will give the local government more control on what we do and how we do it. I support the Second Amendment as stated in the federal and state constitutions. Therefore, I would push to make Shasta County a constitutional Kerry County. I support a fair and transparent election with traceable and verifiable data. I will stand with the Planning Commission and Board of Supervisors to fight the state and its heavy-handedness to shove the fountain windmill project down our throats. I will stand against any imposition from the state, no matter the issue on legislative or executive matters under the jurisdiction of the Board of Supervisors of Shasta County paid for by the Committee to Elect Wynn Carpenter Supervisor District 3
12: The Shasta County Republican Assembly is proud to announce the following endorsements for the upcoming Shasta County Board of Supervisors elections For District 2 the SCRA endorses Laura Hobbs in District 3 Wynn Carpenter and District 4 Patrick Henry Jones. We believe these fine candidates will best represent the values and policy priorities of Shasta County voters who align with the Republican Party platform and principles of limited government, fiscal responsibility, and individual liberty. The SCRA also strongly urges voters in District 1 to vote no on recalling the sitting supervisor Kevin Cry. We stand firmly behind Supervisor Cry and call on District 1 residents to reject this unnecessary and disruptive recall effort. Together we can ensure sensible, conservative leadership on the Shasta County Board of Supervisors. This ad is paid for by the Republican Citizens Advisory Committee.
13: As we all get older, the one constant thing is the aggressive, excessive mail and advertising for Medicare, Medicare Supplements, and Medicare Advantage. And almost every one of them is a call center with no idea of what you really need. Siskiyou Insurance has an agent that deals with nothing but Medicare issues and can explain the differences clearly between a Medicare Supplement and Medicare Advantage. Call Greg Green at Siskiyou Insurance at 530-224-2345 or 1-800-773-2345.
10: Experience for the first time, Glowing Wild, an illuminated wildlife lantern display at Turtle Bay's McConnell Botanical Gardens at the Sundial Bridge in Redding, California. Open select dates March 29th through May 26, 2024, Year of the Dragon. Glowing Wild will feature 10 acres of botanical gardens filled with larger-than-life Asian lantern displays of animals from around the world, plus music, animation, food and drinks, and more. Don't miss Glowing Wild at Turtle Bay Exploration Park. Buy tickets now at turtlebay.org.
1: Welcome back to Free Fire Radio here in the studios at KCNR 96.5 FM and 1468 of your talk radio. On the line is Congressman Doug LaMoffa. Good morning, Congressman. Hey, Carl. How are you? Well, you know, at that time of the year, we've got lots of ba- lots of ads here for uh, political reasons. Uh, so thanks for waiting. I have a question. I'm, I'm going to tell a quick story I already did. I was I was in line at uh, at, a, at a pharmacy. And this lady's on the phone in front of me, and she's just hot. She is angry, and I couldn't help it over here. And she was in Costco, and these group of young men were in there buying twelve hundred dollars worth of food, and we're not talking hamburger, we're talking steaks and all that kind of stuff. And she started talking to them. They show them a letter that she they'd been each been paid eight thousand dollars coming across the border and a thousand a month for food. Is that have you heard of that? I, you know,
21: I hear of I hear of anecdotes like that. I mean, she saw
1: the paperwork. She
0: said, "So, uh,
21: Car- Carl, it, it's it's obviously atrocious." And Biden doing his little uh, photo op tour down there yesterday to pretend like he wants to do something about the border. This whole call for Republicans and Trump being being our fault because we wouldn't, we wouldn't pass a terrible bill that came out of the Senate that was going to actually codify. Allowing 1.8 million illegals to come across each year before we would do something about it. Yeah, that bill was ludicrous. The argument is ludicrous. Biden has no credibility on this, and you know, Trump Trump fought hard. We were right beside him on that. We've 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 affirmed this whole feeling on this way before there was Trump. Wait, I mean, even Clinton. You can go. You can find a one of Clinton's State of the Union speeches back. Uh, you know, in the 90s, whenever it was. Or he's talking about, you know, we must uh, control the border, you know, all that stuff. And he was he was saying it until somewhere along the line, Democrats flipped their philosophy on that, and as well as uh, gay marriage and all this stuff. So that was that was about 2012, 2013 when they flipped in that election. And somewhere in there, they decided that their policies aren't going to work for people, so they had to instead stock the country's new voters. Is is what it really is boiling down to. By all appearances. So, uh, the, this, this is, it's all very believable. I, I had a recent experience. We, uh, did a natural resources, uh, had a field trip down to Arizona, uh, near Tucson on, on down to the border there. And it, it was from the angle of how it's devastating national parks. That's part of our purview or resources committee, you know. But in general, I wanted, I wanted, you know, to get a, a whole, fresh picture on the border as well and hear from our folks down there. And um here's, here's one little quick story for you on that. As I was leaving Tucson, I was on the TSA line like every other Forsaker, you know, since nine eleven.
4: Uh-huh. Uh
21: getting your uh proctologist exam or whatever. And uh, and then two guys, they're, they're African guys. And I say that because uh um, one of our agents we spoke to said there's a, a really a lot of folks coming in from Mauritania. These days, as well as not just Central America or Mexico or whatever, you know, China. They're coming in from the African continent as well. So there's two African dudes. I couldn't, you know, tell if they're Mauritania or what. But they're obviously, that's where they're from. They presented themselves at the TSA line and they, you know, trouble communicating the stuff. The lady there, um, I asked her twice, asked the, asked the couple twice. I mean, the two fellows So you have no ID? You have no ID. So she waves them over to a different part of the room and uh, where they had to wait for some other way of being processed. And lo and behold, I got through my TSA line and got over to my gate to leave Tucson. And within minutes, they were right there about two gates over from each. No problem. Flew right through. It didn't take long for them to be cleared. You know, it took as long as for me as it was for them. And I have TSA pre. (laughs) So. I mean that's the joke of this thing, which, is obviously, not funny, but uh, it's, it's and, and this is all right in the, right in, at the feet of the Biden administration. You know, he's saying, "Well, we got to do something about this." Well, the first, as you know, first thing he did day one, right after lunch, was to rescind all the orders Trump had in place on on stay in Mexico agreement and uh, the wall, people people coming over under that uh, section forty two uh, on health. You know, health risk reasons and things like that. He, he gets rid of all, all that stuff as fast as he could. Some of it day one, some of it rolled off longer after legal battles. But he was, he's was been for that the whole time. It's completely disingenuous what they're saying now. And so uh, just because just they passed a crappy Senate bill that had some Republicans voting for it doesn't mean it was a good bill. I don't know what they were thinking over there saying, well, we're just going to go ahead and put in code that 1.8 million people uh, illegal immigrants can come across before that triggers an action per year. You know, like five thousand a day, whatever the next the number was. Yeah. It's,
1: that's what it said it had to be five thousand a day. Yeah. Crazy.
21: And then I don't, I don't know what what the Republicans associates thought they were getting out of that because and we point out I had a one of my five minute speeches this week was uh there's eight actions the president could do on his own, we don't have to fight it through committee through Congress and both houses of Republicans and Democrats. He could do these actions, such as the Remain in Mexico policies, and several letters that would be simple a, a, a stroke of the pen by the president, a constitutional action he could take as the executive, and he's ignoring those. So don't talk to me about you want to do something about the border. You know, we're, we're seeing some of our so called sanctuary cities. The mayor of New York is finally. Had enough, and, and this guy—he's—he's he's just a boob, so, you know. But he's—he's he's finally, finally seen it and trying to push back. Looks like F.B.I. Uh, is starting to raid his people and stuff there. So maybe he's not getting along. But uh, these guys, uh, you know, it's—it's it's coming to a head. Maybe they're afraid politically. Maybe that's finally what's motivating them. Uh, too little, too late. But, uh, you know, if they think they can fool the voters with only, you know, uh, nine months to go before the election by running around doing this i guess eight months now um then i guess that's the voters problem if they would actually believe that Biden's serious or just about it so okay the uh
1: the government staying open on this continuing resolution what
21: what is yeah you yeah, know another is, another, round of, another round of plan, another round of plan show carl I, i'm disgusted by this and, you know we've been all along all about trying to uh uh, restore a, a better process. And I, I've told you several times, you know, when we, when government is uh, deciding how to spend, it needs to go through an above board, in the light of day, on TV, appropriations process. And I know that makes people's eyes roll over, you know, roll back, whatever. Cause, uh, you know, I mean, what, what is appropriations? You know, well, that, you, know, you you, you want to believe that there's a constitutional proper way of doing things. And this is what I'm telling you. If, uh, when there's a, a budget proposal, you know that's the framework, and then the uh, the appropriations is kind of putting the uh, the meat on the frame there, you know, of of act, the actual spending. So we sit there, and we deliberate that. There's like you know 60 plus people on that committee, and and they have to do that. And so when we do these last minute deals like this, it means everything stays the same as whenever the last time we actually passed something. And what I guess one of the pluses will be is that. Uh, my understanding if it goes past April 30 we keep doing it this way like through the end of the year an all year CR that and actually 1% reduction in spending kicked in from previous budget actions that were taken so you know if you want to start getting a handle on it that was supposed to be the discipline that was supposed to scare Congress into uh, you know taking action and so um, otherwise there'd be these cuts and there'd be the complain about the cuts so we but automatic 1% will kick in after a particular timeline on that and say, you know what? Maybe just let it rip because we ain't getting it done. it's, you know, we're at $34 trillion of upside downness of our national debt. And we're on track. My colleague from Arizona, Mr. David Schweikert, he, uh, he's tracks us very closely and sends us uh, all around his memo on that. You know, we're, we could reach a deficit of $3 trillion this year, you know, and, uh, this is, this is the momentum during the COVID era and all that spending, the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which is government spending an extra trillion out of midair that somehow reduces inflation. That's that's just hilarious. And the infrastructure bill. The, the, and that, everything gets tossed into these bills that the Democrats ever dreamed of, uh, having little to do with infrastructure and certainly nothing to do with reducing inflation. If you want to reduce inflation, then You corral government spending, you corral government borrowing, you get focused back on the things that you really, really need to be doing and not everything. But, you know, it's, it's been just extremely difficult to get that across around here. And, uh, I'm, um, I'm, I'm not proud of this, uh, another week of CR here, but it, uh, it at least means that, uh, we didn't pass a, a giant bill, uh, you know, 1200 pages long or whatever it's going to end up being to, to take us longer into the year on, on government spending.
4: So okay. going to
21: have the opportunity, have the opportunity to, uh, chew on it over, over the weekend and the first few days of this coming week with that extension we got. So it was a short term extension. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, it bridges that gap. And, and, and our speakers in our team is very determined to do the, about excuse me, the appropriations bills, you know, at the beginning of the year, the appropriations process is supposed to be divided. Up. The whole budget is supposed to be divided into 12 sections. Well, we've passed several of them. We have actually gotten that done. Um, and so the rest of them, they're trying to lump together. The, there's six to go. Want, they want to lump together into two different packages. Well, that'll work okay, I guess. I'd like to do them one at a time and have a real... But if we can find a separate way to take the six separate uh, bills and... And then and they've been vetted and they've been done then all right, I guess we can live that rather than some worse alternative. You know, Carl, it's uh you got you got all the uh, frivolity and, and silliness of it being election year. And when I was just an outside citizen, people say, Well it's an election year they're not gonna get very much done back there. Well that's a terrible reason. Just because it's an even numbered year, you don't expect that to get anything done. And you know, that's that's part of the uh, reality is that uh, It's posturing during election year. It's uh, it's the calendar and the amount of days you have of session. And I'm not using these excuses. It's a reality. I'm in the middle, living in the middle of two, of uh, G-Wiz people. I mean, I actually stood up on our conference committee, committee, excuse me, our conference meeting uh, was it yesterday morning, Um, and um, said, uh, you know, guys, the schedule we're keeping around here, we are wasting so much time. Um, we were in we were in session for 21 hours this week. Flew back on Wednesday. We voted a little bit Wednesday night, a couple items. Thursday, we uh, voted for the one week extension, and everybody leaves town. So what worked out on this side of us that we actually had scheduled a uh, a field hearing in uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. So I'm on my way there right now. I, uh, I'm cooling it in Denver because my plane. Got delayed too much last night. I didn't make it up there, so I'm going to pop up there this morning. It's my subcommittee on forestry. Hey, <laughs> and our colleague up there asked for that.
1: Hey, Congressman, I need,
21: for that. Yes, sir. I need to take yes, sir.
1: a break. And uh, the too long of a monologue? <laughs> <laughs> I need to take a break. I got a, a phone right. caller uh, wants to ask you a question, too. So we're going to take this, take this break and we'll be right back. How many, uh,
21: how many minutes, Carl? For the break? Yeah.
1: Four. Is that too many?
21: I'll be back too.
1: Oh, okay. You can you can go someplace and just call us back. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going there too. Okay. Hey, this portion of the show is brought to you by Cypress Square Barbershop, right off of Athens Avenue. Uh, it is a veteran owned business, a family owned business. They've been there for 30 years. I've never had a bad, bad haircut there. I just love it. It's Cy- Cypress Square Barbershop. I work by appointments. I give them a call, 530 244 9478, and you can do it that way. Or you can just drop in, and if they've got an empty spot, you're going to get a great haircut. Never had a bad one. At Cypress Square Barbershop, discounts for seniors and veterans better known man's last stronghold we'll be back after these messages hang on jimmy
6: Have you turned on the news? Gavin Newsom is running for president. He just hasn't told you yet. He's leaving a trail of destructive policies. A $70 billion budget deficit, rising crime rates and raging homelessness. Assemblyman James Gallagher isn't going to let him ruin the North State on the
10: way out. This is James Gallagher. Because of Gavin Newsom, the California dream is now a nightmare. Gavin Newsom spends more time campaigning in other states about national issues than addressing our needs here. He tramples all over our individual freedoms and supports new tax increases, all while releasing dangerous criminals into our neighborhoods. I've had enough. I've taken on Gavin Newsom and won, and I'm going to keep taking him on for you. We will stop his plans to undermine Prop 13 and raise taxes, hold him accountable for not securing our border, and end his giveaways at your expense. Please visit my website, Select jamesgallagher.com and join my movement to help stop Gavin Newsom. Paid for by James Gallagher for Assembly 2024.
17: Just when you thought BNT satellite only does satellite dishes, it's a fact BNT satellite makes TV easy. And now Doug's making Starlink internet easy too. Starlink internet is often the only way to get connected, especially if you game, stream, or work from home. Most often, there's several devices connected to your internet at one time. And that requires a great internet connection. BNT satellite is your choice for Starlink internet. And now Starlink installation and setup. Call BNT satellite for your internet installation today. 241-3474. You'll always get the best digital. TV and Direct TV packages from BNT Satellite. But did you know Doug can set up your smart home devices including cameras? Just call Doug at BNT Satellite 241-3474. Don't call the 800 number, call BNT Satellite today 241-3474. For your home custom theater installation, for TV wall mounts, smart home devices and everything satellite and internet, Doug makes satellite easy. Doug makes internet easy. Doug makes TV easy. Call BNT Satellite 241-3474.
14: Hi, I'm Matt Plummer, and I'm running for Shasta County District 4 Supervisor because I believe Shasta County could be the best, freest place in California. Instead, crime is increasing while a floor of our jail was closed for over a year, and the sheriff loses deputies. Homeless camps spill onto our streets, our roads are seventh worst in the state, and we lose every battle to Sacramento. The incumbent has had 11 years to fix these issues, but they have only gotten worse. Vote Matt Plummer by March 5th. Paid for by Matt Plummer for Supervisor 2024.
7: The seasons are changing. Keeping your family healthy is important. So is the health of your car. The longevity and reliability of your vehicle depends on you. To make sure your oil, radiator cooling, windshield wipers, and other vital systems have all been taken care of. So your car can bring your healthy family through the seasons. Drive into Premier Oil Change today and experience the friendly oil change. Premier doesn't require an appointment. And you don't drop your car off or wait. Maintain your car warranty with our service while you stay in the comfort and safety of your own own car. Enjoy a free beverage and Wi-Fi while our trained technicians perform our comprehensive 30-point service. Earn free oil changes with Premier Rewards. Stop into a Premier Oil Change near you today. Visit us in Palisadro, in the Holiday Shopping Center, or in Reading on Lake Boulevard near Waterworks Park and Anderson. Across from Roundtable Pizza, Premier Oil Change, home of the Friendly Oil Change.
4: Premier, your Friendly Oil Change. Premier, your Friendly Oil Change.
15: Kevin Cry doesn't know what California's governor will do. The governor presides over the planet's fifth largest economy. Huge issues. He has L.A., San Francisco, China to deal with. The last thing he's concerned about is Kevin Cry. This is Shasta County. Seriously, don't believe the appointment nonsense. Ignore the lie. Recall Kevin Cry. Paid for by the Committee to Recall Kevin Cry.
1: Now is a great time to prepare for the upcoming wildfire season. REU and city staff are busy clearing vegetation to mitigate wildfire risk to our power lines, facilities, and the community. You can also prepare by trimming back shrubs and tree branches that are closer than five feet from your home. Clear debris from your roof and gutter and clear dead vegetation on your property. For information about tree trimming and proximity to power lines, call 530-224-4356. Please remember, we all need to work together to prevent wildfires in our community. Welcome back to Free Fire Radio here in the studios of KCNR 96.5 FM and 1460 AM New York Talk Radio. On the phone is Congressman Douglas Malfa. Good morning, Congressman. I'm, and he's in a Denver Airport waiting to get on a plane heading to South Dakota. And, uh, are you there?
21: Yeah, I was mentioning that. We were, uh, we were, had a scheduled yeah. field hearing on forestry there. Um, the, um, the member who represents South Dakota—he represents the whole state. <laughs> uh, Dusty Johnson. good yeah. guy, really good guy.
1: We have a caller. He wanted,
21: he wanted to spotlight yeah. the uh, fact that the Forest Service is uh, not putting out trees to cut, and the mills are going to close down if they don't, uh, if uh, they don't cooperate a little bit more. And it's not like that the Forest Service is running out of trees. They have such a massive over inventory, and we see that each year in like in our backyard with the Tixie fire, the Car fire, the Zog fire campfire, everything else, when uh, these guys don't take an action, so, it's, so we're trying to spotlight that here in, up there in South Dakota when I get there. So, yeah, oh. what's your question?
1: Well, Jimmy, good morning. Hello, Jimmy. Hello, Carl. Hi, do you have a question for the Congressman?
20: Yes, I do. Um, I know he voted for the later, latest CR bill, which, you know, kept the lights on for a while, but, um, I'm just wondering, there's um, some of the, like, Freedom Caucus people in the House, they want to make some really hard choices and stop funding a lot of these, uh, like, the Ukrainian uh, war. They're sending uh, money to Israel, and they're sending money to Gaza, which is getting hijacked by <clears throat> Hamas and Hezbollah. It's a complete mess.
21: Yeah, that's and a terrible idea sending it to Gaza. Yeah,
20: right. So, um, are you ready to make any hard choices, like to shut the government down and not send any more border money, which they, the Democrats call it? Um, it's it's just processing fees. You know, they're they're having all these ICE agents and. Border patrol people just process. Yeah, it's well, it's, just it's just welcome wagon.
21: Jimmy. It's, it's just basically a welcome wagon. They like just wave them across. They go, they go pick them up Thanks in advance Jimmy. so they can process them faster. Yeah. And so I'm, uh, I'm extremely frustrated by it. When we talk about the hard choices, let me let me talk to you about what government shutdown means. And hey, I'm, I'm, I'm still used to the, the the guy I used to be when I, I I can't stand a lot of these things that government does. But when you say, you know, hey, shut down the government, shut down the EPA, the IRS, and a whole bunch of other things, it, it doesn't work out that way. Uh, uh, factor one is that the government employees will get paid no matter if they show up or not. And so they'll get back pay. So we're we're not going to save any money there. And the EPA doesn't stop this mission. The IRS doesn't stop their mission. So the shutdown doesn't really hurt the parts of government that many of us are not very happy with or dislike. What does happen is our military pay gets shut off. I don't know why the law works that way that we can quit paying our military. Uh, People that are contracting with the government, building your roads, uh, storing up your levees, building water projects, whatever things the government's involved with in building, those do come to a screeching halt. And so when you stop that for very long, then those folks demobilize, their work sites, you know, they move their equipment out to some other paid job or what have you, and uh, and then to get them to come back, you have to pay them extra to remobilize and such. So when you took, when you look at it, hurts the things and the people that you do like, and it doesn't negatively affect the ones you don't. I get I get what you're talking about with the leverage. I, I you know we're looking for how do we leverage into getting things that we want. Like you know one example here's a compromise. I, I wonder what you and your listeners think. Is that if you want to send a dollar to Ukraine, then we send a dollar actually spent on border fence, on defending, you know, on shoring up the border. Not just welcome wagon. Not more, more personnel down there to do social work. I mean the actual border fence. I mean the actual enforcement personnel, technology, surveillance systems, helicopters, whatever it all takes to actually secure the border. And so, if you want a dollar for Ukraine, then you tell me how you're going to give me a dollar for uh, for that. The Democrats are hellbent and focused so much on Ukraine. I listened to the four speeches. I don't even get it. You know, I would sooner, and hey, I, I, uh, I supported initially the first round a year and a half ago thinking, okay, well, maybe there is something here, but so we're not, dra- we're not getting the accountability for it. We're not getting a lot of good answers to the questions of what is going on to, is it a winnable situation or should we walk away from it? Maybe it's bad if we walk away from it, but. We're not basing this on very good information, and then the Senate seems to be ready just to chuck money at it without the border. And so I, I, that's what the Freedom Caucus is, is saying. I get that uh, the government shutdown doesn't seem to be the leverage that uh, they hope it is. It uh, it causes interruptions and things, and end up costing taxpayers more money to to uh, get the get the the military pay and especially projects, you know, construction projects that. The federal government's involved with so that that's the real deal. That's why I don't jump at doing government shutdown because it doesn't shut down the stuff you dislike.
1: Yeah, they shut down the national parks, the, the Washington Monument. Those things are very visible to people, and, nothing, and they, go, they go out and yeah. rent
21: barriers to do it. They go rent barriers to do it. They make it. They try to make it hurt as much it's, as possible so they leverage yeah. leverage taxpayers or Americans against. It always ends up being all the Republicans did it. You
1: know. So anyway, the you know one matter. of the things that Trump has said is if he's elected, uh, you know I'm not going to talk about. He said that these colleges and universities that seem to have erupted in anti-Semitism would be cut off from and uh, would be cut off from funds. Did you hear that? Uh, there's
21: there's a lot of good reasons to, uh, to stop that. They're they're so expensive. For for kids, they have to get all the, you know, they're talking new forms of Pell Grants, which aren't so bad on their own, but but just put students in debt. Colleges don't need to cost nearly as much as they do. Many of these college presidents get paid more than the president of the United States. By far. Hold on a second, please.
1: Sure. Thanks very much. Are you getting on the plane?
21: No, no, I'm actually uh, leaving leaving the hotel right now, so
1: You a, you called me before from the plane. <laughs> I, I could hear I hear you know, him. I hear, hear him saying, "Put away your uh, put away your phones." I heard him say that a couple of times. Anyway, okay, we, uh,
21: we accommodate we accommodate where we need to, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, Congressman, the the budget. And our deficit is, is it seems to be out of, totally out of control, and, and that at some point we're going to be paying more on the interest than we do on the, for our Department of Defense.
21: We're about to reach that number right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, does anybody understand that? I can't run this business. You can't run your farm. Nobody can run a business like that.
21: No, only the federal government gets ways. Not even the state can do it for very long on deficit. They have to somehow pretend at least they're balancing. You know, and, uh, I, you know,
1: I. I mean, don't people on both we, sides we, understand uh, this?
21: Many of them don't care. My colleague, uh, his name is David Schweikert from Arizona. He's very, very good at preparing and getting this information out. And I use some of it too, and I utilize it in some of my speeches and such as well. But it's not a popular subject, but. You know, and the, the issue with the, uh, the debt is, is federal spending. And so much of it took a giant leap during COVID and then the, as I mentioned, the, uh, Inflation Reduction Act, as they call it, yeah. and the, uh, and the infra- infrastructure. Those were not paid for. Even the Obama Stimulus Act back in 09, that was about, oh, I think $900 billion of maybe 800 of spending just right out of midair. It was a mid-year deal. It wasn't really accounted for in the budget. They just said, oh, we need to stimulate the economy. You know, Biden had his own stimulus deal. It ended up being a silly checks going out to everybody. And then monkey see, monkey do, Newsom, he started sending out uh, those uh, basically gift cards with the California bear on them.
1: Which I never got.
21: People at random, I got one. I don't know why I got one. I
1: didn't get one, and I was really, you know what? Everybody else got one, and they asked me, did you get one? And I said, no. They said, we'll send you another one. Never got that one either, unless it was just something that had, you know, looked like a piece of junk mail then. Hey, sir, we got kind of yeah, to take. I have
21: to you take.
1: Know. I tell you what. Why don't you finish up? And because I've got another break, and I know you're on the run. So final thoughts here.
21: I, I do. I do have to I check know. out of the hotel and get yeah. a cab here and stuff. So right. yeah, oh, it's, uh, I appreciate that. So, final thoughts is that if you, if you really want to make a change, we have to win an election this year. I know that sounds like a sorry excuse for folks, because but look, we're we're limited when the concept, constitutional guidelines of what we can do. The president has executive powers, and this is the most executive uh, administration. Excuse me, aggressive administration. On using powers to the ill of Americans. And you've seen it. You see, he will cite anything. And this is all done, this is all put in front of him by largely Obama era or very partisan party people putting these hyper aggressive policies against our values, against, you know, energy production, all that. That's where it's happening. And, and, uh, Congress can, you know, the, the caller is asking, and it's a good, it's a legitimate question on, what can we do to leverage that? Can we shut the government down if they keep doing that? And the last one we really did enthusiastically was back in 2013 when Obamacare was kicking in, and we could see the writing on the wall and what that was going to cost and what it was going to ruin. So Speaker Boehner agreed, okay, you guys want to do it, let's do it. And I think it was 13 days, and that's when they put up all the barriers at the uh, national parks and stuff. And you know, after that time, Obamacare still kicked in. We have to win elections. We have to have majorities that can um, not just try and block things. The House Republicans have blocked a lot of really bad things that could have happened. You know, as a Californian, your life is, is uh, affected legislatively by six main bodies. Your California State Assembly, State Senate, and the governor, right? Well, that's three for three hyper-Democrat majority, hyper-Democrat um Agenda. I mean, it's crazy in California, all right? At the federal level, you have the, the Biden White House, you have the Schumer Senate, and you have the Republican House. The Republican House is the only one of those six places where the brakes are being applied to the crazy agenda you see that affects girls' sports, that affect energy, that affect water and our water supply. They're dropping Shasta Shasta Lake has dropped eight feet in the last few days because they're letting it out. I know they need it for flood control, but they're using manuals from the 70s to, to make their decisions on this, not how weather really works, you know. Dropping Lake Orville, our water supply is going to go out, they open, and we didn't have enough snowpack, you know. And then so the lakes won't fill up. Oh, we got to cut agriculture, and we have to ration people in the cities by 42 gallons per day because we got these dummies running things. We have to win elections. We have to get rid of people like Newsom so we can put waterboard people in there that are, actually have water experience. And not our, like you know, I don't know, university professors or something. So that's that's where the rubber meets the road. And but we still got to suffer with what we have in this Biden administration until January twentieth next year if we do make the change. And it's a binary choice, folks. It's going to be either Biden or Trump, right? Unless Biden can't make it there and they and they bring Newsom in at the last minute. But it's going to be Trump versus somebody. And people are like, well, I don't like Trump. He tweets too much. It's like, well, okay. You're putting imperfect people in office, no matter where you are. Choose one, okay? If you think the other side, because he tw- tweets mean or the, whatever, you know, is <laughs> is going to help you, and you, you like what's going on right now, you know, and I heard it. I heard it like to this, Carl. If, if you vote for Biden again, you, you're like the captain of the Titanic, backing up and hitting the hitting the iceberg again, okay? I mean, that's that's what it looks like
1: to me.
21: So, okay, I, uh, that's a good way to you know,
1: that's a good way to finish. Thanks a lot, Congressman. Yeah. Have a good flight. Be well, safe. Yeah. And
21: I'd also say reject this Kevin Cry recall. That is that is silliness. What I hear up there, and the governor and the state have focused on Shasta County, changing laws so that you can't use your own voting system, and then changing the law so the governor makes all the appointments. And so they're focused on Shasta County, and that's that's a that's a bad deal going on there for a guy that hasn't been in office here. So oh. that's my opinion. Anyway, thank you.
1: You bet. Safe flight. Okay, let's let's take a break and get back right after the break.
14: Hi, I'm Matt Plummer, and I'm running for Shasta County District 4 Supervisor because I believe Shasta County could be the best, freest place in California. Instead, crime is increasing while a floor of our jail was closed for over a year, and the sheriff loses deputies. Homeless camps spill onto our streets, our roads are seventh worst in the state, and we lose every battle to Sacramento. The incumbent has had 11 years to fix these issues, but they have only gotten worse. Vote Matt Plummer by March 5th. Paid for by Matt Plummer for Supervisor 2024.
16: Hi, this is Chuck Kenny with Shasta Gas Propane. It's been a while since I've cut a new radio spot, but I feel I need to issue a warning about energy prices during this fall winter. Just as Obama said after he was elected, elections have consequences. This winter, our country will suffer some of the consequences of the last election. I'm not a politician, but I am a businessman, and many of the decisions of this current administration will drastically affect energy prices this winter and going forward. Already, we are experiencing record high propane costs and prices. Remember, our motto at Shasta Gas Propane is, Our customers are warm friends. We will treat you like friends this winter and do our best to help you through this high price winter. Give us a call at 365-3793. That's
9: 3653793. Hi there, Shasta County. It's Dan Sloan. I want to thank Republicans across Shasta County for selecting me to serve as your GOP leader. Your faith in that leadership has motivated me to run for Shasta County Supervisor, District 2. I'm the only candidate in this race that is a lifelong Republican with a history of fighting to protect our conservative way of life. With my experience, I will protect the foundational values of Shasta County. Criminals will not receive a get-out-of-jail-free card, because we will keep our jail open. You have the right to arm yourself, and I will protect your Second Amendment. Taxpayer dollars won't be needlessly wasted on programs that don't benefit you. And remember, government is done best when we do the opposite of what Gavin Newsom says.
8: A vote for Dan Sloan is a vote for conservative Republicans. Vote for a leader who understands your needs. Vote Dan Sloan. Paid for by the committee to elect Dan Sloan. Tired of that long drive home from Sacramento? Try Reading Regional Airport, where you can travel the world with one connection on United, Alaska, or Avello Airlines. RDD is located just down the road. Skip the drive, enjoy quick check-ins, and travel with ease and convenience. Getting where you want to go is easier than ever with non-stop flights to San Francisco, Seattle, Los Angeles, and Burbank. Enjoy that vacation you've been dreaming about. Fly with ease and convenience from Reading
0: Regional Airport.
5: Go with Masano.
0: Mark Masano is a 29-year veteran of the California Highway Patrol who retired with honors.
5: Go with Masano.
0: Mark's a proven leader in law enforcement and government. Someone who gets
5: things done. Go with Masano.
0: A new voice for the North State who will finally represent everyone in District 1.
2: Go with Mazzano. My
0: name is Mark Mazzano, and I approve this message. Before by Mazzano for Assembly 2024.
6: Do you come alive in the great outdoors? Do you love to hunt, fish, or cruise the lake every chance you get? See it all at the Redding Sportsman's Expo, April 6th and 7th at the Redding Civic Auditorium. All you could possibly want or need to gear up for outdoors with over 150 exhibitors. From apparel to hunting, fishing, boating, camping, kayaking, mountain biking, off-road utility equipment, just to name a few. Redding Sportsman's Expo, April 6th and 7th at the Redding Civic Auditorium. Something for the whole family. Euro bungee climbing wall, exhibitor demonstrations. Enjoy the beer, garden with a variety of food. Win thousands in prize giveaways. $8 admission, 6 for seniors. 12 and under are free. Sunday we honor our veterans with our free admission all day. Redding Sportsman's Expo, April 6th and 7th. Go to www.reddingsportsmensexpo.com for more information. Presented by Elwood Ranch, Pedigo Redding, Bridgeford, Garage Force, Crown Motors, and California Customs. See it all at the Redding Sportsman's Expo, April 6th and 7th at the Redding Civic Auditorium.
7: 40000 more dollars to Kevin Cry? Disgruntled East Coast multimillionaire Reverge Anselmo has now added nearly 150000 more dollars into Cry in the last two months. This brings the total of outside money to Shasta County officials closer to $2 million. Do you want to live in Anselmo County? This is not local control. Save Shasta County. Take back local control. Vote yes to recall Kevin Cry on March 5th. Paid for by the committee to recall
1: Kevin Cry.
4: Hey, welcome back
1: to Free Fire Radio. Yeah, we ran our brakes differently today and we've only got like about a minute and a half left. So everybody uh, have a good weekend. Be careful out there. You know what the weather's going to be. Thunderstorms, uh, possible snow, all of those things. If you're going to travel, make sure you got, you know, that you've got chains and four wheel, well, if you don't have four wheel drive, have chains. Uh, but be careful out there and have a good weekend. Uh, there's so much stuff going on. Uh, I'll be back Monday, and we'll be, uh, we'll be discussing the, uh, the election that's coming up, and then, of course, Tuesday. And we've got guests all next week. Uh, it's going to be, I think, very interesting for everybody. So have a great weekend. God bless America.
0: But I won't back down. Gonna stand
10: my ground. Won't be turned. The news from Town Hall is brought to you on KCNR Shasta Reading by Shasta Regional Medical
8: Center. Your life, your health, your choice, Shasta Regional Medical Center.